you know, uh, Sarah's just said something there that's very important to, and, and actually just falls in place because you ask yourself, what do I say to a people during this time? You know, what, how do I inspire people? How do I encourage a people that's going through the times that we've just been going through? And you know, Sandra started very well talking about how challenging, how difficult things have been. We've all experienced it. And so this morning, I just want to give you a few, um, a few inspirations, if you like. And the worship led us into that song. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ. Amen. So this morning, I just want to encourage you. Because the Bible tells us that they overcame the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb. And not only there, but by the word of their testimony. Amen? So, how do we testify? We testify by declaring hope during these difficult times. Amen? So, we declare hope during these difficult times. We've all gone through a very, very perilous time. So, I just want to begin with Isaiah chapter 60. The scripture will come up. Sure. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Isaiah 60, verse 2. This is in relation to what Sandra said at the beginning. See, darkness covers the earth, and a thick darkness is over the peoples. Haven't we been under a thick darkness in the last 15 months or so? But the Lord rises up on you, and his glory appears over you this morning. Amen? So Isaiah is encouraging us that although darkness covers over the earth, we can face these days with optimism and hope because Christ is our cornerstone. Because Christ is our firm foundation. The next scripture we're going to look at is Romans chapter 16 and verse 13. And I want to bring three things out of this message this morning, right? What is and what should be our source of hope? Amen? And what is the evidence of that hope that we're talking about? And what's the strength of our hope? So Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Here it is. Chapter 15, not 16. Um, it's important to remember that, you know, Paul is speaking to us. There we are. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him this morning so that you may over so that you may overflow with hope. Listen to that word again. By the power of the Holy Spirit. So what is that source of our hope? And where do we find that source of our hope this morning? As we live in these difficult times, you know, Paul tells us our source of hope when you look at that scripture. May the God of hope fill you with all joy in spite of what we are going through. Amen? So may the God of hope fill you with joy this morning. Wherever you're at, whatever you're going through, 
whatever we are going through, may the God of hope fill us with hope and joy and peace. Jesus said, peace I leave you, not as the world gives. This is the peace that keeps calm in the middle of the storm. And still raising that hallelujah in the middle of that storm. Amen. So this morning, whatever we are going through, our source of hope, David brings it very clearly in Psalm 46. That will come up again. You know, in Psalm 46, David brings out what we must do as we look to the God of hope. So Psalm 46 is going to come up shortly. We must confess this at all times. Because remember I said, they overcame the accuser of the brethren. By what? By the blood of the lamb. But what else? By the word of their testimony. So this is what David says. God is our what? Refuge and strength. An ever-present help in the day of trouble. Do you know what? God is still here. Through 2020, 2021, God is our ever-present help in the day of trouble. What do we need to do? They overcame the accuser by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. So David here is encouraging us. We must confess that hope in spite of the difficulty that we are going through. And David again in 1 Samuel chapter 30 he talks about where he was looking for his source of hope. David is a very interesting character, isn't he? Because this is a guy that had those peaks when he was over the mountain. But guess what? He had valleys too. When he would say, oh my soul, why are you downcast? But very quickly, David realized his source of hope. And he says, you know, we should look to him during this time. Amen? So the second thing there we, we found was, what is the evidence of this hope? If somebody asks you, come on, what is the evidence of your hope? You know, because these are very trying times for all of us. And they've been very challenging times for all of us, haven't they? But you know what? Our hope is concrete. Our hope is concrete because he has promised, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you, even to the very end of the age. That's the concreteness of our hope. Because he who promised, he says he will never leave us. Wherever we are, wherever you are this morning, he's with you. And guess what? There's clarity in his promises. Amen? He has made it very clear that he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. So whatever we are going through, let's rest on that promise. Acts chapter 7 is a scripture I want us to turn to next. Because these are the times that we need to look to the word of God and listen to this. Then the high priest, now this is Stephen before he was stoned. He was asked, what is the evidence of your hope, Stephen? He says, then the high priest asked Stephen, are these charges true that they bring to you? To this, he replied, brothers and fathers, listen to me. 
the God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. Leave your country, as Michelle is doing. Michelle is not here today. But leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. So he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. After the death of his father, God sent him to this land where you are now living. He gave him, to, he gave him no inheritance here, not even enough ground to set his foot on. But listen to this. But God, but God promised him that he and his descendants after him would possess the land. This is the concreteness and the clarity of God's promise of this hope, brethren. And this is the compelling evidence that we have that our father who was with Abraham during those times is with us. I like Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. Because when God was speaking to Abraham, he was very clear about how God was going to take care of him. He was clear when he said, leave your comfort zone. And it's time for us to leave our comfort zone. We've left our comfort zone. But listen to this. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, Though there are no sheep in the pen and there's no cattle in the stores, listen to this, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. This is the concreteness of our hope. This is the clarity of our hope. Though the fig trees may not bad, the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet firm. Like the feet of a deer, he enables me to tread on the heights. Amen? This is the concreteness of our hope. And this is the clarity of God's promise to us. That though the fig trees may not bud, yet we will remain strong in the Lord. So I'm encouraging you this morning. Yes, we may not see each other's mouths. But you know what? Let's rest in the hope of knowing soon and very soon. We'll be able to hug unfated. We'll be able to gather together because our God is a faithful God. Though the fig trees may not bud, yet he who has promised is faithful. He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. So be encouraged in his promises this morning. Be strengthened. In the fact that our God is still on the throne. Amen. He is still on the throne this morning. Regardless of what we are going through. Regardless of the valleys that you may be passing through. Our God is still on the throne this morning. Let me conclude with this. What is the strength of our hope? What is the strength of our hope? Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 brings it very nicely. What is the strength of our hope? What makes you so sure? What makes you so certain of this hope that we are talking about? Because you know what? 
The whole world is going through this. But what is the strength of our hope? Because people are despairing out there, isn't there? You know, listen to what Isaiah says. So, I want us to read that scripture together. I would like us to read that scripture together and make it a confession of our faith this morning. So, one, two, three. So, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with all my righteous hand. Amen? So do not fear, brothers and sisters. Yes, it goes without saying. We've lost loved ones. It's been tough. It's been challenging. But you know what? This morning, don't fear. Don't be afraid. Because the Lord your God is rising upon you. Let's conclude with 2 Corinthians chapter 4. So don't fear this morning. Because the God of hope is with us. This is what Paul says. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Amen? For God who said, the light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts. To do what? To give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ Jesus. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from where? From God and not from us. Amen? So Paul is encouraging us, brothers and sisters, don't be afraid. And the writer of the epistle of John says, although we don't know how we shall be when we come out of this, one thing is true, we shall be like him when we see him face to face. So as you face this week, let's declare, let's confess, let's proclaim that hope because of the evidence of that hope that we have in Christ Jesus. Amen? Thank you so much.